Hey everyone, welcome to the sixth episode of Just Another British Podcast. My name is Silke, I am your host, and today I will be doing something different than usually. Uh, this is going to be my late New Year's episode, and I'm just going to tell you about all the books I read in the past year, in 2023, and um about about the two or three books that I'm looking forward to that are going to come out in 2024. I have read 42 books last year and I set a goal on 20 so I managed to reach my goal. So for every book I'm going to tell you what my rating was. Uh, if I had one. Um, I started the year reading The Cruel Prince, which is a rather famous book talk book. Uh, it's the first part of the Folk of the Air trilogy by Holly Black. When I read it in January of 2023, I rated it four stars, but Right now I'm leaning more towards 3.5 stars, but I haven't done a reread since, so that might change. Um, the genre of the book is YA fantasy, so young adult fantasy, and uh, it uses the enemies to lovers trope, the summary. So I'm going to give a summary that I wrote myself of every book here. Um, the summary of the cruel prince. Judy Ward is a 17-year-old human girl living in a fairy uh, with her twin sister Taryn and their older half-sister Vivi, who is half-fae. Uh, Jude and, Tar- uh, and Taryn, or Taryn, I actually don't know how to pronounce her name correctly, um, they are bullied by uh, the popular kids in school led by um, Prince Carden who is the youngest child of the High King of Elfheim which is the fairy world where the Fae live uh, located on an islands off the coast of Maine uh, in the United States. Even though Jude and Taryn have been bullied by Carden and his friends all their life, Jude refuses to let this happen and um, and we see Jude trying to find a way to um, to make clear that it's not because she's human that they can just toy with her or that she's less than them. Um, is this book recommended to you? Yes, I definitely rec- recommend this book to you um, if you love or if you like reading book talk fantasy um, with a lot of plot twists and the enemies to lovers romance trope and um, a love interest with a tail. (laughs) 
So, um, then the second book I read was the follow-up, uh, the sequel to The Cruel Prince. It's called The Wicked King. Um, I rated this three stars um, since I felt like this was wasn't as, it wasn't as good as the cruel prince in my opinion um the genre is again young adult fantasy with enemies to lovers in it so there's a romance trope and subplot in it it isn't the main plot it's really slow burn romance um the summary so following the events of the cruel prince Judward um manages manages to gain power over the throne um Carden is still defying her as much as he can um and both while both have to battle their feelings for one another uh, someone is scheming against Jude uh, while she is desperately trying to protect herself and her loved ones. I again recommend this book if you've read The Cruel Prince, if you liked it, but I'm just saying that this didn't feel... uh, In my opinion, this wasn't as good as the first book. Um, And then moving on, the third book I read in 2023 is called Defy the Night by Bridget Kammerer and I don't know if I just really really mispronounced her name I hope not um I rated this book four stars but right now I'm in bet- I'm, I'm kind of leaning towards 3.75 stars which is really like I'm I'm counting quarters of stars. It's it's strange, I know, but <laughs> I don't know, yeah. Um this is again young adult fantasy with romance in it. The the romance plus in this book is more pronounced than in the Cruel Prince um trilogy. Um and this go in here the romance plot goes lot faster but it is a subplot so defy the night uh, the summary is apothecary tessa kate and her friend weston help people in the wilds of kandala of kandala kandala i actually don't know how to pronounce that either of their kingdom and um, the wilds are like the outskirts where the normal normal people and like lower economic class live um, and Tessa and Wes they try to help the people and the, their neighbors uh, to, to survive the sickness that is tormenting the country um, the only known cure is an elixir made of moonflower petals which are very rare and only some districts 
or provinces of the country are suited for um, harvesting and um, growing these moonflowers so that are that are the um, richer parts um, and then we have the royals King Harrison and his little brother Prince Corrick who is the king's justice but like the kind of yeah like like a vice president uh, like a vice president or something like Harrison, Harrison's president Corrick's basically like vice president <laughs> If if you go to another um, kind of so no Harrison's king, Cork is a prince, but he's also like the adversary to Harrison, and um, these two they uh, ruthlessly rule the kingdom in order to survive, since uh, their parents were killed, um, even though they were very kind and nice people um, and now Cork and Harrison feel like that is not safe um, and they deal with um, they are dealing with an upcoming rebellion um, but, but after the king's justice so that's Cork uh, does something that personally strikes Tessa she decides to try to sneak into the castle which um, is a very dangerous thing and uh, she could get a death sentence for that. Is this recommended? Yep, but maybe uh, just a tip, wait until the end of January um, to binge read this entire series since the third book um, comes out on the 24th and then you can just buy all of them at once and just binge read them that's very nice since it's like they really they, they read really fast but although um i found some of the plot twists predictable uh, i i basically like figured out um the really big plot twist in the first book and like in the second book um, I did that again so maybe it's just me who's read way too many fantasy books which just calls me to know what will happen or something or, or it's just that it's a bit of a predictable and I'm not sure if that's intentional but it was still a good book um, yeah and the next book I read is actually uh, an anthology of like a story bundle short story bundle um, it's it's called the complete darkest power tales um, it's written by my favorite author of all time, Kelly Armstrong. Uh, you've probably never heard of her, um, but she really is my favorite author. Um, and The Complete Doctor's Power Tales um, 
is again young adult fantasy and um, it contains short stories that give more depth to the characters in the Darkest Powers trilogy and um, you, you get to see some scenes from other characters perspectives or pieces that are left out of the book um, when the narrator is split from some of the other characters what they were going through so that's really nice and there's also um, two prequel stories to the Darkness Rising trilogy in this uh, which is like the sequel and the sequel trilogy to the Darkest Powers trilogy and those trilogies together from the Darkest Powers series which is young adult fantasy set in the world of Kelly Armstrong's Women of the Other World series and I'm going to be talking about this for ages and I'm doing an episode on this really before I start um, doing episodes on Kelly's individual books I will like do an overview episode of everything that happens in uh, the Women of the Other Worlds universe just so you know since there she has written a lot of things um so the I, I didn't really give a rating to this just because there are like there's a lot of stories um so the summary um these are short stories that bring more depth to Kelly Armstrong's Darkness Powers and Darkness Rising Trilogy. Um, they are both stories that are told in the books that are expanded on or new stories to get to know more about the characters' lives. I basically said that already. Recommended? Yes, yes, yes. Everything Kelly Armstrong wrote is recommended. In this case, just read the main trilogies first before you do the short stories and <laughs> kind of gets spoilery and yes I'm going to do an episode on the main trilogies I'm planning on doing that I like these books okay uh, next up is Defense of the Dawn this is the sequel to The Fight of Night written by Bridget Cameron it's also young adult fantasy this has a subplot of romance um, it's basically the same subplot as in the fight the night but it just continues <laughs> I didn't give a rating this and I just alright the summary so in the sequels to the fight the night Kandala is in serious trouble the sickness hasn't stopped and rebellion is still possible then an emissary from the neighboring kingdom of Austria comes to Gandala offering a solution. The protagonists start an adventurous but dangerous journey surrounded by people that are not who they seem. Is this recommended? Again, yes. Um, I think this is a good follow-up to Defy the Nice. Again, there are some predictable plot twists, but also um, some more surprising ones. 
and the ending really left me waiting for the final installment of the series and I'm so glad it's almost there so when I read the short day I'm going to just reread this trilogy and do an episode on them and just all one after another probably and next up is probably my favorite book of all time or like it's it's what what I've written down as my favorite book since the moment I read it for the first time and it is The Reckoning by Kelly Armstrong it is the third part of the Darkest Powers trilogy and in my opinion the best part um I didn't rate this just because I know I would have given it five star review but I don't want to give five stars because that would be perfect and no book is perfect so I just stayed away from the rating. <laughs> um the genre is uh actually it's all it's it's always the same in a with the trilogies with the with everything in uh, the other worlds series everything set in that universe it's paranormal urban fantasy but the darkest powers trilogy and darkest rising trilogy are two of the young adult series in this universe so the genre i'm sorry so the genre of the reckoning is young adult paranormal urban fantasy <laughs> it's a lot to say so um i have written a very short summary um 15 year old chloe saunders and her friends have arrived at a safe house after being on the run for weeks but they soon find out that they aren't entirely safe there and that the people who brought them there are keeping secrets from them is this book recommended yes 100 percent really i i said it is just probably my favorite book of all time just like up till now it's my favorite book i've read and i've reread it 10 times i basically i could tell you most of the story without having to reread it and make notes but i just i like rereading it i don't know it's really just a book that i keep rereading and i can do it every time and in my opinion this is the best book in the series just because in uh, the first book the summoning we get an introduction to this to these characters to this world um in the second book the awakening um all characters know what's happening but there's still things that they're trying to figure out and they're all relatively new to their powers and to what they've all discovered um, and I'm trying not to spoil stuff um, it's, and th- this third book just 
really it gives me the feeling of the adults series just because these characters now know what they are and know their powers and it really helps that just they've, they've developed so much over the course of these books that it's now really fun to read them and yeah they they seem a lot more mature especially Chloe she seems a lot more mature and um, more developed than in the first book so there's a lot of character development here and Chloe is like I'm not sure how this is possible but like Chloe and I are basically the same person no it's it's strange but like I am very very similar to the character of Chloe Saunders uh, minus the cool superpowers of course um and in this book there there is a love triangle there is a roman subplot but for once this this didn't bother me at all it's really one of the best executed roman romans and love triangles um that i've read up till now um next up uh, the first book that isn't YA fantasy um, it is a good girl's guide to murder um, by Holly Jackson it's also popular on BookTok and there is going to be a TV series on this soon if I'm right um, I haven't written this one um, the genre young adult contemporary mystery slash trailer summary we have we follow 17 year olds Pippa Fitzamobi um, while she is researching the solved murder of Andy Bell for her final year project everyone is convinced that Andy's boyfriend Sal Singh um, was the murderer but Pippa isn't and as her research progresses, she starts to uncover secrets of a small town that probably should have stayed hidden. Is this book recommended? Yes, I guess, but not as much as some other books on this list. That's just because it's a genre that I don't read much or... I don't read it as much I, as I do read fantasy, um, which might be obvious since every other book I told you about in this episode is a fantasy. Um, but I like this book. I really like this book. But really, if you like myth, a mystery um, and kind of a light thriller, this is a good one to read uh, I loved the plot twist at the end really really I loved it I had my theories and just it 
really they proved me wrong like th this is the one time I didn't manage to just okay not the one time but here I didn't manage to to figure stuff out like the plot twist I I, I was really surprised um next up we have the queen of nothing by holly black this is the final part in the fog of the air series i rated this four stars it's young adult fantasy um with an enemies to lovers subplot a summary Judward is exiled from fairy she's betrayed and powerless she must return to fairy to save Terence's life but war is about to break out and a dangerous political game is going on in the fairy realm and cherry on the cake a dangerous old curse is unleashed and jude has to solve everything is this recommended yes 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 it's better than um, the Wicked King in my opinion and it's a really good end of the series I want to know what happens next with these characters and um, I got that in another story bundle It's this one is called How the King of Elfheim Learned to Hate Stories this is entirely um, from Cardin's perspective it is set in the world of the Cruel Prince um, and we just get Cardin's take on some of the things that happened in the series um, on his early life, on his relationship with Jude um, how things changed and yeah th there's a lot going on <laughs> and it's, it's really nice how this ties ties up together like how all these little stories have a storyline like a distinct uh, how it resolves at the end i like this um I read it four stars. It's young adult fantasy, um, and a summary. Um, this is Cardin's story, um, starting from the little boy who lived in one of his father's horse stables to the high king of Elfheim, um, with a story to connect it. An overall story arc to connect the little snippets of his life. This is a short story anthology set in the world of the Folk of the Air trilogy. Is this recommended? Should you read this? It's really your choice. Let's read the trilogy first. Just otherwise this is probably not going to make much sense. Next is the second part in a series um i read the first part in 2022 or 2021 i'm not sure um this book is called the wise man's fear 
It is the second part of the Kinkiller Chronicles written by Patrick Rothfuss. Um, I rated it four stars. The genre is epic fantasy. Again, fantasy, I know. I'm, I'm getting repetitive, but it's just my most read genre. Okay. And um, a summary. This is the second game where quotes tells us about all his adventures in life. We, tra- we travel away from the, uni- the university further into the world of Temerans. In this story, in this book, Foot learns martial arts from the legendary Adam Menaceries and he meets the, the notorious Fae Lurium and all the while searching for answers on the demons of his past. Is this recommended? Sure, but if you don't like incomplete stories you should wait until The Doors of Stone is published. Um, We don't really have a concrete release date yet and in this case the first part of the series The Name of the Wind is better in my opinion Um, but this it's still a good book. <sighs> and the next book. Um, it is a book of 70 pages, I believe, that, that I had to read for school. Um, it is called La Bouteille Mysterieuse, or The Mysterious Bottle. Really, how is this a good title for a book? I really, I, I, if I had to rate, I'd give it the lowest possible rating. I'm sorry. I, it took me longer to finish this little book than it does to like finish an entire trilogy. The, um, the genre is a read for school. Um, well, the, the it is, there's no point in giving a summary since um, yeah, you can only get this book uh, from the publisher that publishes my school books and there's like exercises in this book about the book it's like, and the story is very 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 underdeveloped I am sorry for people who are going to have to read this. I hated this. It really wasn't a good story. I'm sorry, but like, this is just, it it was a book I was forced to read for school. It came with a textbook. It has a really shallow plot. It's barely any character development. The character didn't make sense. I'm sorry, it didn't get checked. And it's, and just, it was really, really, really hard to get through. And yeah, no, this is not recommended. And I'm sorry for people who have to read it. It's just not a good story. I'm sorry. <laughs> and then we return to um, the world of the cruel prince. Of the and now the next book I read was The Stolen Air. Um, this is the first part in the Stone duology. It is set eight years after the events of the Queen of Nothing. I 
again forgot to give this a rating. The genre is once again young adult fantasy and a summary. Surin, queen of the court of teeth, ran away to the mortal world, chased by the storm witch Bogdala. Oak, who is Jude's younger brother, saves Surin and demands her help on a mission, but he's not the same person she used to know. And, and Surin will have to confront her childhood trauma. Is it recommended? Yep. And we return to um, the other world universe. Now with the seventh book in the main series, The Women of the Other Worlds, it is called No Humans Involved and written by Kelly Armstrong. Uh, I again didn't read this. Um, and the genre is adults, urban, adult paranormal, urban fantasy with a romantic subplot. A summary. In the seventh book of the series, we follow the necromancer Jamie Vegas as she deals with the psychic reality TV show starring her and two other psychics um, who, unlike Jamie, cannot really talk to ghosts. Um, Jamie has to unravel mysteries of the film set um, where it turns out some people were murdered. Alongside um, a fellow supernatural called Jeremy Danvers um, who Jamie is head over heels is really crushing on Jamie dives into the case and explores new romance is it recommended? yeah I mean give it a try if you like this kind of stuff um, you can start with this book really the, the unique thing about Kelly Armstrong's books is that they are written to be read as standalones. I mean, I started with Dark Spiral Trilogy, the first thing I read of her. Then I listened to the Dark Trance Rising Trilogy. And then of the Women of the Other World series, I started with the third book. Then I went to the tenth book. And then I started trying to get them in the right order. And I mean... I didn't feel like I, I missed stuff while like reading that third and ten book just because they are written as standalones. But of course, you get like small things that like details that you just have more information on if you've read the other books. But you can really just do it. In, you can read them in no particular order. And, and they'll make sense. Uh, I find this amazing. Um, this is, uh, actually, in my opinion, this is not the best book in the series, as proven by the fact that I had to look up the official summary of this book to make my own, since I really forgot everything except that Jamie was the narrator. Um, but I like Harry Armstrong's writing. If you've already read the Dark Spower trilogy, um, read this book and you'll, you'll really see the difference between Chloe and the average necromancer. And then um, next we have The Shining, one of the most famous books written by 
Stephen King. I forgot to read it again. Um, the genre is horror. Uh, a summary. Jack, Tor- Jack Torrance moves to the mysterious Overlook Hotel with his wife and son in winter. He's a new janitor who has to keep the hotel in good condition during winter when it's too cold for guests, guests to be there. The hotel, um, however, the hotel is home to many malevolent spirits who are trying to get Jack in their grip, as well as Danny, Jack's son, who has psychic abilities knowing known as The Shining. Is this recommended? Yes. Story-wise, yes. Inclusion-wise, no. And the book is set and written in the 1980s and yeah, you notice that the inclusion isn't really like there are some terms in here that are going to yeah, that, that that people aren't going to like. Really, the, just it's just really discriminating terms sometimes. And really, I, sometimes I just rolled my eyes while reading this book. Like, what are you saying? Sometimes they just don't make sense. But I don't know, like, that time's logic, I guess. Yeah, the, there's some discrimination terms in this uh, but as story-wise this is really considered a good book um it's better than the movie i'm sorry it's better than than the stanley kubrick movie i've seen that too i like the book better uh, despite the yeah that stuff i mentioned (laughs) and then we go completely somewhere somewhere else i believe I've only, like, except for that one book I had to read for school, I've only talked about books that are originally English. Uh, no, uh, now I'm going to break that cycle with um, another story bundle, the Red Island Bundle written by Hugh Nesbe. He is a Norwegian thriller author. Um, and this bundle, I didn't rate it. It's not his best work. Um, that I'm going to say. So maybe not read this as your first thing from him. Uh, a summary. This bundle contains four to five novellas or short stories um, of mixed level. We start with Red Island, which is about people who want to, who want to evacuate s- the cities in New York, in North America, to isolated Red Island after the world's um, descent into chaos. Then Shredder is about a memory shredder um, that makes sure that a scientist's new invention doesn't fall into the wrong hands. Next up, Cicadas is 
met two best friends in Spain who fell in love with the same girl. Then the antidote talks about family issues and a vision to a, a, a not a vision a visit to a snake farm in Africa. Lastly, Black Knives is about a, is a story about a psychologist who is also an assassin. I liked the last one best. Um, recommended? Eh, I'm not sure. Just don't read it as as the first thing you read from this author, since the, I've heard this isn't his best work. Um, and then we're going back to fantasy uh, and also like booktok books. Um, I don't have TikTok, but I have read a lot of booktok books last year. Um, now, The Invisible Life of Eddie LaRue. I've rated this four stars. Um, a summary. In the 18th century, French Adilru makes a deal with the dark energy out of desperation. She is now immortal, but the catch is that no one remembers her for long. Until Eddie meets Henry. Who works in a New York bookstore and is dealing with much of his own problems. And for the first time in centuries, someone remembers Addie for longer. Is this recommended? Yep, I liked it. But there are mixed reviews on, on this. Like, it's a book talk book. And like there's this idea look ship that I'm not sure what to think of, but I mean you'll only get it when you've read the book. And then, uh, surprisingly, another fantasy book. I really now only notice how much fantasy I read. Um, this book is. Kingdom of the Wicked, written by Kerry Maniscalco, and I mispronounce it. Um, it's the first part of a series, but I, I, I don't know what the series is called, and I apparently didn't look it up. Um, it's fantasy. I mentioned this. Um, and the summary: Emilia and Vic- and Vittoria are twins and witches. When Vittoria doesn't come home one day and later turns out to be dead, Emilia is determined to avenge her. Then she meets Rod, a prince of hell, who seems to be her ally. But of course, when dealing with demons, and especially these princes of hell, the number one rule is don't trust them. Is this recommended? Sorry, but no, I I wouldn't recommend this. Um, I mean, you can give it a try. But I thought this was a very strange book, and it didn't really make much sense. I didn't feel like I I don't feel like reading the next one. And I believe I would have liked it more if 
we just got the story out of Vittoria's POV that, that we just got Vittoria as the protagonist since she even for like the one and a half chapter she was there seemed like an, a more interesting character than Emilia. Next up in the Women of the Other World series we have Personal Demon by Kelly Armstrong. Um, that is again uh, an adult an adult paranormal urban fantasy with a romantic subplot. Uh, the summary: Hope Adams, a chaos half demon, and daughter of fallen angel Lucifer, has a craving for chaos. She works as a tabloid, tabloid reporter for for True News. When she is offered an intriguing, uh, an intriguing undercover job by Benicio Cortez the head of the Cortez Cabal which are a cabal is a supernatural mafia slash mobbish organization led by a family of sorcerers um hope accepts the mission but soon finds herself in a little too deep at last her ex-boyfriend whereof jewelry Carl Marston comes to her aid as well as Lucas Cortez, the rebel heir to his father's company, and to make everything even worse, a killer is on the loose. And hope is a target. Is this recommended? Yes, it's better than than uh, no humans involved, in my opinion. And really, I love reading books from Hope's perspective. I. I'm not sure why, but I like reading books where Hope is the narrator. And in this, I just, I want to see more of jazz. And jazz is uh, not the music, it's just jazz. I, I'm not sure how to pronounce that. Like, it's short for something. It's jazz. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a character in this book and I just... It's a really interesting character and I want to know what they're going to do with him. Uh, back to Stephen King. We have Firestarter, uh, one of his less known books. Um, it's paranormal horror, as most of his books are. Um, Carrie is also by... Stephen King is also paranormal horror. And that's the first episode. Um, a summary. Andrew and Charlie McGee are part of a scientific experiment gone wrong. Seven-year-old Charlie has pyrokinetic abilities and is being hunted by government agency, by the made-up government agency known as The Shop, um, who, who wants to use her as a weapon. And just to clarify, uh, pyrokinesis is the ability to create and control which seems cool but when you see how it affects Charlie might change your mind like the same thing with Carrie and her telekinesis is the book recommended? sure but I think I personally think the book was a bit too long for the pace of a story just because it took me a while to get through it. Next up 
a completely different book, Mama Station by Alex Schumann, um, a Swedish author. Um, again, forgot the rating. Um, this is my first sign book. Really, it is it just my first sign. Um, the book um, genre is liter literary fiction. Uh, which is something completely different from what I usually read. Um, and a summary. Uh, a family book a family book about generational trauma. Young Harriet and her father traveled to Mama Station together in the earliest timeline, told to her point of view. Harriet and her husband, who are in a difficult relationship um, resembling that of Harriet's parents travel back to the same station in a second timeline now in the present Jana, Har Harriet's daughter goes to Mama Station and attempts to understand why her mother left her all those years ago. Is this book recommended? Yes. Although this is not an easy book to get through. And honestly, I'll have to reread the book to get the entire story and to really understand what a message in this is. And since it really it gives you stuff to think about, um, we have three narrators. So we have Harriet, we have Jana, and we have... Yana's father and I really don't know what his name is again I'm sorry um, then manga the first part um, first volume of the Tokyo Ghoul manga um, I have watched the entire anime um, over the course of three or four months I believe uh, and then I just one day I was in a bookstore that I don't usually usually visit, like a different one from where I usually go, and I saw this first volume, and I just wanted to like read the source material. So I've read the first volume of the manga where Tokyo Ghoul, the anime, is based on. A summary. Tokyo is infested by ghouls, flesh-eating monsters um, of, with a cannibalistic nature. After Ken Kaneki is attacked by Rize, a ghoul, he gets an organ transplant from her, which results in him becoming a half-human, half-ghoul hybrid, and that has its own problems. Is this recommended? Yes. Okay. I just love it. It's, it's, it's also fantasy. It's fantasy manga. <laughs> and I also watch the anime. Um, and uh, it's it's on Netflix. I'm, I believe it's still on Netflix. Um, at least in Belgium. Uh, well. And you go do that. And meanwhile, I'm going to hunt down the rest of this manga series. Then. Uh, back to my usual books young adult fantasy 
um, with a bit of romance. Uh, romance is not always required, but since this is again a book from Booktop, from Booktalk, um, there's a lot of romance. I'm not sure if this is romantic or not. Um, it's Twin Crowns by Catherine Weber and Catherine Doyle, I believe. A summary. Ren and Rose are identical twins, separated at birth. While Rose grew up in the castle and will become the, the next queen, Ren was raised by witches. We were hunted down and exiled from their own country centuries ago. They are now counting on Ren to get it back. Rose gets kidnapped and Ren takes her place, which opens a whole other can of worms. Is this book recommended? Nah, you choose. I mean, th- this is a dual POV book and I really don't mind that. Um, but like, this book didn't live up to the hype, in my opinion. Just Next up is a book that hasn't been translated to English. It's um, Ritters van de Nacht 1. Reliquien van het Verleden. So, like, the series is basically like a questions of the night I guess if you're going to translate it and the book itself is called Reliquies of or, or yeah Reliquies Reliques of the Past I don't know I, I don't know how to translate this um, professional translators should do that um, it is dark fantasy um, with a lot of animals in it and I like this. Um, a summary. Esprit, Nick's Italian trawler, um, gets ill and this makes him feel really guilty for not because he thinks he didn't um, look after his horse enough. Um, meanwhile, Nick himself struggles to keep up a relationship with Susie, his then girlfriend and then all as if all of this isn't enough nick discovers he has magical powers then the entire world is plunged into eternal darkness and all hell breaks loose is the book recommended yes but it hasn't been translated to english as far as i know um i believe it's that only at the moment uh and i really liked how the prologue like doesn't make sense until after you've read the book. It's nonsense in the beginning. You have no idea why it's there. But after you've read the book, like reread the prologue, it's amazing. It's amazing how everything adds up, really. I like that. Um, and then, back to the women of the other worlds. With Living with the Dead. Again, written by... Kelly Armstrong, Living with the Dead is the ninth installment of the Women of the Other World series. Um, it is again an adult paranormal urban fantasy with a little bit of romance in it. Well, that's a mouthful to say. Um, a summary. Hope Adams, Chaos Half Demon and daughter of Fallen Angel Lucifer goes to LA to help out her completely human friend Robin, who is a murder suspect in the case of her employer Portia Kane's death. Soon Robin finds herself 
in the middle of a very complicated supernatural conflict, oblivious to the fact that our whole world is about to change. Is this book recommended? Yes, but in this book alone there are five different narrators. So if you like, don't like that, don't read it, but I, I liked how this played out. I had my doubts when I, when I realized the amount of narrators in the book, but it played out. Um, next up, the Darkest Powers bonus pack 1, uh, which is also a part of the Comedy Darkest Powers deal. Um, so this is again, young adult paranormal urban fantasy, and it's a, it's, it's a short story bundle, uh, again set in the Otherworld universe, again written by Kelly Armstrong. I read a lot of her stuff. The summary. These are short stories that bring more depth to Kelly Armstrong's Dark Powers and Doctor's Rising trilogy. Um, stories that, that were told in the books and expanded on. Um, and some new stories to get to know more about the characters' lives. Um, and in the first bonus pack um, are three stories, namely Dangerous. Um, which is said before the first book in the Dark Powers trilogy, before the summoning, um, and it tells the story of how Derek and Simon found their way um, to Lyle House. Then we have Divided, that is said between the summoning and the awakening, um, that um, covers the time period that Simon and Tori spent away from Chloe and Derek and Ray and Liz <laughs> and then we have Disenchanted which um, is no oh no I made a mistake I'm I'm doing this uh, on top of my head okay so Disenchanted is during the awakening is a time that Simon and Tori spend away from Chloe and Derek uh, divided is um, between the summoning and the, and the awakening when Derek and Simon find themselves split up from Ray, Chloe, Tori and Liz. Uh, yeah, the, these are a lot of names, but it's like they're the characters. Um, is this recommended? Yes, but again, trilogies first. Actually, this is this the Dark Spirals bonus packs. Like one and two, they're just stories about the Dark Powers trilogy, and then we go to um, a book that I covered on the podcast, namely Ruby Rats. Um, this is this, this is the uh, f- the second episode of the podcast. Uh, if you want to really like get really detailed on the, my really detailed opinion and. Um, discussion of this book go listen to that episode I rated it 2 stars and you can see that on the on the Goodreads if you follow um, this the genre time travel fantasy um, and summary um, th- this is a different summary than uh, the one I had in the episodes uh, just because I lost my notes um, second summary of this book um 
The first part of a trilogy about 16-year-old Gwendolyn Shepherd, who just so happens to be able to talk to ghosts, and it's time travel. A whole lot of adventure and family drama to come. Gwen- Gwendolyn dives into the mystery of the earlier, ta- the earlier time travelers and, and what happened to the lost pair, Lucy and Paul, while also dealing with her with her kind of feelings for her fellow time traveler Gideon who doesn't know who is kind of not really a nice person um is it recommended I'm sorry actually just no and um if you want reasons uh listen to episode two you can just skip the end of discussion if you don't want to hear it as a the the review is right after that um then next episode of my podcast i talked about um before i go to sleep by sj watson and that's also the next book i read um i also rated this two stars it's a psychological thriller but i just didn't like it um i don't know i felt like this book could have been more um again if you want my if if you want to hear hear my long review of this book listen to the third episode of this podcast the summary and th- this is the same summary that that i had written down f- in my n- notes um christine has a severe brain injury that has affected her memory every day she wakes up without any knowledge of who she is her husband ben has has to tell her who she is and what happened to her every morning however it turns out that he is not telling the truth and christine starts to distrust everyone around her would i recommend this book to you i'm not sure um i'm also actually not sure what i what i said to this in my episode on on the book uh, that, that that's how good my memory is sometimes again another episode of this podcast the manga series ikigami the ultimate limit by motoro mase um i read volumes one to five um like back back to back um and uh in back in february i had already read the first two volumes um of the series so those i've read twice and uh, the first five volumes of the series are also uh discussed in the fourth episode of justin hardbrook's podcast if you want to um re-listen that i'm not stopping but again your choice um the genre is uh, a psychological thriller and science fiction manga summary in the future, all kids get injected with the prosperity vaccine when they start school. One in the thousand of these vac- vaccines contains a nanocapsule that'll explode between the ages of sixteen and tr- of eighteen and twenty-four of the person uh, who gets who got injected. Exactly twenty-four hours before their death, um, the person in question gets notified through an ikigami a not a notification of that which is delivered by uh, an ikigami deliverer um what will you do 
when you know you only have 24 hours to live is this recommended yes but there are uh, i'm just again going to tell you this serious trigger warning okay trigger warning trigger warning trigger warning these the, the, there's a lot of triggering stuff in the series so just read at your own risk then Doctor's Powers Bones Pack 2 is just also a part of um, it's also combined in the, the complete Doctor's Powers tales um, again part of the reread uh, again by Kelly Armstrong uh, the genre is a young adult paranormal urban fantasy um, story bundle you know what I'm, I'm just going to make up a summary since I since this is the same summary I used last time and before so then so in um the second part of the dark powers bonus pack there are two stories set after the reckoning so between um the reckoning and gather and gathering so between the dark powers and darkness rising trilogy um we have belonging where derek meets his biological family and facing facts where tori chloe actually and where Tori finds out about her family and Chloe has to come to terms with what she did at the end of the reckoning and really trying not to spoil stuff. So these are only two stories but they're a bit longer. Um, is it recommended? Yes, again. But um, main trilogies first. Uh, then the and then I read the sixth and seventh volume of the Ikigami The Ultimate Limits by uh, Motoro Maze and uh, I just the details stay the same then back to Kelly Armstrong book this is um this time not another world book um it's completely different um uh, uh, enter uh, a stitch in time I read it as four stars um I read it so the leaving of 24th and the entire of the 25th of December I just spent reading this book it is a Victorian time travel mystery romance and that, that, that's not my choice of word that's literally what Kelly Armstrong has described the genre of this book as um, a summary Canadian history professor Bronwyn Dale Bronwyn Dale returns to Torn Manor her now deceased Grey Dawn's house in the moors of Yorkshire, England. She hasn't been there in over 20 years. After her uncle, her uncle died there. The house has a in Bronwyn's old bedroom. There is a so-called stitch in time, which grants her access to the 19th century version of the of the estate. And there awaits William Thorne, her former friend, but he's not the same boy she left behind all this Is this book recommended? Yes, uh, definitely. Actually, I just a little warning, there's smut in this book. Um, essentially, like chapter 23 is one long smut scene, <laughs> but overall, um, except for that one, there's actually not much of that in there um and it and when they're smut it's not as detailed as in some other popular books um and then i read volumes 8 to 10 of the ikigami the ultimate limit and then 
that completed that series and it we're at the last book I read um, in 2023. The last book I read uh, was again one for school, but I I, I enjoyed reading this. Um, it is called the Pigment Route, or uh, literally translated the Pigment Route by Hilde van Kauteren. Uh, it is a fictional travel story, uh, a summary of the Jacobina Aditi is part of a family of cartographers when a map of pig- pigment balls and swollen veins appears on her feet she goes on a journey that will change her view on the world forever on her way she meets Per a quiet traveler who accompanies her on the rest of her journey in the rest of her journey and who has some secrets of his own recommended yes this book is recommended um it's it's, it's like it's way better than that french book i had to read for school and i had to read this for school i i was fine with it um with that french book from uh the the bottle thing eh, this was a good book i i like this book uh, but yeah, it hasn't. As far as I know, it hasn't been translated to English. Uh, so, just as the Matthias Maho story, uh, this is Dutch only at the moment. I'm sorry. And then, uh, at last, um, we have two short parts, um, namely my most anticipated releases of 2024 um, that I know of and what I'd like to achieve as a podcast and podcaster in 2024. My most anticipated releases of this year um, is first on January 24th, Destroy the Day, the third part of the Defied Nights trilogy by Bridget Cameron comes out and I want to read that. I'm really excited for that book. Um, And also um, The Prisoner's Throne, by Holly Black is coming out this year, if I'm right, uh, which is the sequel to Stolen Air. And really, like, Stolen Air ended in a way that just made me want to read the next part because I want to know what happens here. And then, what I'd like to achieve as a podcast and podcaster in 2024, I would really like to have a guest on the show, just a friend or Possibly like an author, if I can, like, if I get a chance to interview an author, I'd, I would really love to do that. If they give permission, I can put it as an, um, as an episode. Um, I'd love to do that, really. If, if there are any authors listening, probably not, but if there are, um, I'd really, if, if you're up for, like, talking to me with my little microphone for this podcast I just like mail me at the justnarbookerspodcast at gmail.com other people can do too just like anything podcast related goes there um, really if, uh, just reach out and we'll see um, I would really love to reach 100 listens uh, by the end of the year and since uh, we are at 32 right now I am guessing, like, the, the 
the podcast has been online for four months we're at 32 listens so i am guessing we will reach 100 by the end of the year i'm just hoping we do i'd also love to get a hang on the technical aspects of podcasting um like right now i'm recording completely differently from um the first four episodes i'm just sitting here with the microphone in my hand instead of just using the stand of the microphone since i just i like this better um and i'm really trying to get the echo out of here but i don't know what causes it maybe it's just my bad microphone i'm not sure um and i would love to just like get a little bit bigger fan base like if you have friends like books and would uh, would like to listen to me just rambling about books please feel free to share um like and if you like do that on instagram or something that tag me uh, at just not book podcast i would like that that would be that would be really great if if you'd offer if you'd be up for it i know that um one of my friends already did that and really thank you for doing it um it was really kind um but again it's i'm not going to force you to do that um since this really is just a hobby of mine Uh, well it's beginning to become a hobby of mine uh added on top of another hobby aka reading (laughs) you know but again I'm, i'm really i really appreciate everyone who has listened everyone who follows the podcast and the the account and on instagram on facebook uh no no one follows on facebook doesn't matter i am actually not really active on facebook um without account so doesn't matter um maybe in the future um and what like another thing that i'd really like to do is like to help a smaller author get recognition through this podcast or help a local author get international or or yeah get international recognition that would be something i really want to do just because i really appreciate these people who spend their time writing these stories that we can enjoy uh there's most likely going to be a fantasy author since you know my list of what is 90 percent of it is fantasy that i read last year so but but i'm good with with everyone of every genre um yeah if you wanna like do something if you like know how to like if you know someone who'd be interested in like coming here as a guest or something or like authors or books you would like to have me discuss um feel free to send in suggestions um i have an email account um my email address is just another podcast all in lowercase 
letters all in one word at gmail.com uh, on Instagram uh, it's at just Nordbrookers podcast lowercase letters one word uh, Facebook and Guthrie's are just another Nordbrookers podcast four words every beginning letter of each word is a capital letter um, but you'll, uh, if, if, if you don't do the capital letters you'll find it too um, and rate the podcast, leave a review, uh, share with your friends. It, that's all. Just do if or just like just listen. That that'd be great. Um, everything you do helps. Everything that I'm I'm glad with everything you just if you just listen and and listen to me talking about this stuff for an hour every two weeks i'm i'm really grateful that you um that you are willing to spend an hour or like two hours a month listening to me talking that's like that's really it's great that you listen really very grateful that you listen um but It'd be great to hear from you, like what you want uh, in the podcast more. You can just give me feedback. Um, that that can be in in my DMs on Instagram. I don't mind. Um, but podcast related uh, or book related. Um, leave a review on like Spotify or Apple Podcasts or Podbean or I don't know wherever you're listening. I I don't know where. The podcast is available. <laughs> yeah. Uh, long or two. Um, well. That's about it for today. Um, sign off. Uh, thank you for listening. I hope you liked this episode. Um, and I'll be back in two weeks. Discussing the Hunger Games Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. Um, probably not movie. Since I still have a lot of schoolwork. Movie stuff. Yeah, I I probably won't have time to uh, go see the movie, but I will when I have time. I will trust me. I want to see that. But book first, and uh, I'll see you in two weeks. Uh, if you want to, like, read the Hunger Games book with me, please feel free to. Uh, I believe I'm going to just like start posting updates on my Instagram story. Just little nice thing for you like to know how far along I am in the book. Um again, okay, third time. That's it for this episode. Thank you for listening. Um I hope everyone has a great week, a great month. Um happy 2024. Uh I hope that you enjoy the new year um, and I'll see you in two weeks. Uh, Keep reading. Bye!